Welcome back, 93 fans. This is Cam Chick, Bryce Matthews. This is up the middle. New night, new time, kind of later, but still the same people. Same almost past my bedtime. Yeah, a little tired. Got to practice late. <laughs> yeah. But first off, we want to say a big shout out to your fans, listeners, because you guys went above and beyond today. Uh, we kind of just thought it would be cool to make it kind of an open forum type night um, and answer any lingering questions you guys had or anything you wanted us to really cover before the season started because once next week hits, most of our show is going to be covering the weekend and covering upcoming opponents. Oh, and, yeah, and how we played. Yeah, good and bad, but mostly bad. <laughs> yeah, probably the bad part. <laughs> so we just want to say thank you. You guys, yeah. like somewhere near 20 comments mm-hmm. and questions and so right off the bat, appreciate it because yeah. that was unreal. But before we get into that, we are 11 days out, 12, 12, 12, 12 days, and it cannot come quicker. Uh, we got sunny 65 all next week in Texas. It's I gonna, hope. Yeah. It might be chilly. I mean, for, for Texas, that's probably chilly, but. Not for me anymore. Yeah. So we're excited, but. So let's kind of dive into this thing. Uh, first up, Leighton Banjoff, teammate, thinks he's funny. Hilarious. Who do you try to emulate your, your game. game after? Jose Otuve, question mark? He's talking to you, not me. I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> that hurts. That hurts. But, yeah, I, sh- I guess if that's, if that's what you want that's what you want to call it. Bring it to a serious note. Who do you try to emulate your game after? Uh, I like to swing off of Bryce Harper. Okay. What about you? Um, for me, I I pretty much just watch Ronald Acuna. That's that's what I like to watch. Man. Yeah. That dude is unreal. When I switched it, I was looking at Albies because that guy yeah. just rakes from both sides of the plate, and he's unreal. Bro, he's swinging like a thirty-six inch bat. It looks, yeah, it looks it's, the same height as him. It probably so does Altuve. Altuve is too. Those are. Yeah, and those are two dudes that produce a lot of facts. juice for a little body. Yeah, like you. Yeah, but they are crazy on the infield, so that's, that's another reason why I would emulate my game. Let's oh, yeah. try to figure out glove work. But let's dive in. We got my mom, Kim Chick. What is your favorite baseball memory as a kid? So I'll go first, and then Bryce will answer off, and we'll kind of just go back and forth. But for me... Mine would definitely have to be Cooperstown because that was one of the best weeks of my life. I mean, we got to stay in barracks with the team for seven days. You're playing kids from all over the world. There's like 105 teams that week, and so you're just meeting kids from all over, sharing pins, trading pins. Um, But it was a bunch of man-childs because the championship game, there was not a kid under like 5'10", I swear, and we're all 12. And I remember this kid hit a moonshot had to be every bit of 400 feet into a parking lot at 12. And it was just like, wow, there's a whole nother level out yeah. there that you just don't tap into until you see when you get older. Mm-hmm. But, but what about you? What what kind of changed your perspective on baseball and what you fell in love with? Um, I don't know. I think I've always had a, a knack for it since my dad put the 33-inch Easton, <laughs> that green Easton in my Ding. hand Yeah, <laughs> uh, when I was little, but – Going to, like, my first, like, World Series in Baton Rouge with my team, that was, like, 
first time playing people from another state, whatever. And I think that was probably like my my favorite because like most of my family was there because most of my family's from Louisiana, so yeah. they all got to come see me play because it was like two hours from them. I think that was my favorite. Just summer days, just playing baseball Man. all day. What's probably your best memory of like summer travel ball because those hotel adventures yeah. and the trouble you get into is just like second to none. So I, I have two. So uh, my first one, I played with the uh, Houston Urban Youth Academy. So they pretty much sent us a lot of places. Like we played in the RBI World Series and everything. Yeah. Like. Me and a couple of my teammates, one of them, he was my roommate. His name is Reggie Brown. He plays tight end at Tulane. Mm. He would, him and they, we had an older team, so I'd be the one to sleep first because, you know, I I don't care. I go to yeah, bed. Yeah, you sleep through everything. It was about four nights in a row. Every night there was water getting thrown on my face, waking up. You can't be the first one to sleep. That's the Bro, rule. That's the golden rule. I was tired. Like, yeah, but you got to fight the demons. You know how I get. I fall yeah. asleep anywhere. So, four nights in a row, I got mad. I told the coach because I was that mad, bro. You snitched? I had to, bro. <laughs> I had to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I had to. And then, four nights, I had slept where the TV was. I had pushed the TV back, and I was sleeping where the TV was in a hotel on that stand. You slept on the stand? I had to, bro. How? Why? Why can't you just sleep in a bed? The bed was wet. Four nights in a row. Yeah. There was nothing like... I bet the hotel staff hated y'all. Oh, probably, yeah. And then uh second one was I went to Florida with uh like my select team. I played with Team Houston. And my uh, couple of my teammates, they had like a, basically an Airbnb. And they had like a pool. And it was like three straight days just after playing in, winning in Florida. Just go back to the hotel, play the game. Jump in the pool, do all yeah, it was fun. Unreal. Yeah. Yeah, we had my sophomore year of high school, uh, our parents like we raised enough money, we fundraise mm-hmm. so that we all would get our own room. <laughs> Not like our own room, but we'd share with like three yeah. other people. Um and so we'd have to stay with our parents. So it was like our coaches wanted to give us the minor league experience. So we went to the like the N W B A or whatever in uh Atlanta and man. I probably got in the six days we were there, maybe ten hours of sleep. Yeah, we literally stayed up till seven a.m. on the last day because we thought we got beat out of the tournament, but somehow we didn't, and we had to play that morning at nine. No, that's bad. Like, it's just things like that, and I'll never, I wouldn't trade that for the world because no, that was just because they're so fun. Yeah, and just those are the only things you remember. You don't remember playing in the games or no, not at well, all. Well, my team, we never really made it to the championship either way. So I mean, yeah, those are the parts you. Yeah, yeah, we had spurts. We were really good, but it was more like the mm-hmm. friendships and the dudes I was with. Fact. Was just unreal. Remember, and that's kind of like how we are on this team. Is like last year, I barely remember some of the games. Yeah, I just remember all the nights that we were all mm-hmm. up till our cur- curfew. We were skating close to the edge. Yeah. We're looking at our phone, be like, "Oh my god, we got two minutes." Yeah, Everyone we probably got in trouble. Yeah, runs yeah. up to our room. Yeah, especially if if we didn't have like COVID. Yeah, we probably would have been in trouble. Bad. Yeah. Bad. But it's okay though, because yeah. we didn't get in trouble. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You pick a question. Um. Dave David S. 
Um, you have probably heard, you've probably answered this question many times before, but I've never heard players address uh, the challenges of playing baseball at a cold weather school. Do you feel a big disadvantage of not being outside year-round? How did it affect your recruiting decisions? Man, that is a good one because oh, yeah. I mean, no one's ever really asked that because no, it's kind of just never. like that's something that falls by the wayside. Yeah. I guess starting off like baseball, playing in the cold is literally the very last thing you want to do. Yeah. Um, but in the Big Ten, that's a necessity in the first that's month of the season. For sure. Uh, for me, it wasn't a huge factor because um, I wasn't getting recruited by anyone super far, like mm-hmm. way up north where I'm like, all right, yeah. like, we might not play till April. Mm-hmm. Um, so that wasn't a big deal, but I for sure that that went into it was like, ah, do I want to play in subarctic temps? Because that's it, – it, I wouldn't say it's a big disadvantage for us because we're used to it, but it would be for like southern schools and east yeah. coast, west coast schools mm-hmm. coming here because – 90 even 90 on a day below 40 it just yeah everything seems faster the ball doesn't pop off your bat your hands are hurting lucky you don't really want to play if we're being honest yeah honestly because it's like the 28 degree rule and 35 and colder yeah you walk outside and you're like man you can't wait to get three outs to go back in and sit next to the heater and put your coat on uh Coming here was the first time I ever played in a baseball game. That was like, we'll practice and it's freezing outside. Like it's cold outside. Like I don't. Yeah. There was one practice like last year. It was what twenty eight and the wind was howling. Yeah. And there's no feeling in your hands. I mean, that's what's gonna happen. Like if we get to the major leagues and have to play in the World Series at some yeah, point, whenever that happens. So. I mean, I guess you could say that's preparing us for that. That's what my parents always said. Yeah. But I, I don't really find that as a disadvantage because, like, we're kind of inside and outside, so. Yeah. It's kind of cool. I guess, I mean, the worst I've ever had is my freshman year we played at Minnesota, and we got froze out game one. It was too cold, so we had to push the game back. Uh, so we played Saturday morning, and it had just hit 29 degrees, which was one degree over the rule. And we're facing Max Myers, who's the third overall pick. And tops out at 100. And that dude literally sat 95 to 97 for six innings in Arctic temps. And it was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. But it was like, I don't know how you even, first off, I don't know how you can feel the baseball for more than an inning or two, but let alone throw Throw mid to high 90s and be over the top competitive with your stuff. And then. Game three that weekend, it snowed in the middle of the game. And I that was the most embarrassing story of my life was I was at third, and I kept getting, like, tickled on my nose. And I was seeing stuff fly in my face, and I thought it was bugs. So I'm over at third base Swat. smacking and swatting stuff, and I look up, and it's snowing in the middle of the game. And I was just like, wow, we are in the Big Ten. Did, how did you not know it was snow? Because like, I was in the middle, like, dog. I was in the middle of the game, was not paying attention, what didn't look up. Because the ball wasn't going in the air that game. Well, yeah. It was just so that's, cold. That's bad. Uh, it was embarrassing. It was one of those things where I came in, and I was like, did any of y'all see that? And everyone was like, what are you talking about? So I, I knew I, yeah. I was you know, off the hook. But no, I don't I don't see it as a disadvantage. I see it as something like mm-hmm. that's why you work on the small stuff. It's because yeah. the small stuff becomes big in mm-hmm. moments like that, like bunting, uh, communication for sure, yeah. and then just being able to play catch at a high level. That's, mm-hmm. that's the oh, yeah. good part. I'll 
I'll name the next question. Yep, yep, yep. It's for you. Um, who's your favorite coach from the past, and why is it me? Seriously, have a great season, and glad you're back at number 13. Who is your favorite coach? <sighs> that is a tough one, but shout-out Coach Greer. He's our offensive coordinator and one of our baseball coaches. Uh, he was one of the most personal guys that I had played with uh, in high school. You know, he all, he knew a lot about you. Always made sure to talk to you every day. Make sure you're, you know, had your mentals right. Um, so he was definitely up there. Mm -hmm. I say my favorite coach ever. That is a tough one. Yeah. I'd have to say Coach Cam Bentley, my summer ball coach. He instilled a lot in me, mm -hmm. and you can only imagine how I acted at <laughs> yeah. 14, 15, 16, yeah, 17. Because I see how you act now. At uh, so, yeah. yeah. So he had a lot of patience. He taught me a lot of things. Um, he was able to get help me get recruited, him and Michael Younghands at the Prodigy uh, organization. But he definitely gave me experiences that I could never mm -hmm. trade for the world and some yeah. that just taught me a lot. That's dope. What about you? You got you got a special someone that I got a couple. So um, obviously shout out dad because he's he's been my yeah. my first coach and coached me all the way up until I was in seventh grade. Yeah. Um, him and then I got like a couple more. So my uh, middle school basketball coach, Coach James. Um, I know you were busted, bro. I was actually kind of nice. Right. Our team was nice, bro. <laughs> straight. <laughs> I was terrible at point guard, so they moved me to uh, forward. Cause That's all I could play. I, I was shoot. turning the ball over. I couldn't shoot. I was just a good passer. Yeah, but uh, he like, I don't know. I was I really wasn't confident on that on that team because like I was the only non basketball player playing, yeah. and so uh, he just let me be me. He instilled a lot of confidence in me. Um, and yeah, I think I was able to just to play well because of that and yeah. then um shoot there's too many i yeah. can't even like, so let's go back let's go back to steven mr matthews <laughs> kind of tell us a background about him because a lot of people probably don't know that you come from a baseball background yeah and kind of tell us about his story um so i don't know if he's like so he my dad he played baseball at university of kansas and um before that he was just going to school at oklahoma Oh, you? Yeah, hmm. um, to be an engineer, and then he didn't really like want to. Well, I'll start this off. His parents didn't want him playing baseball. Okay, and so he was like, he loved it too much, and so he walked on. He tried to walk on, and um, they didn't have any spots for him on that team. And that was the year that they won a the national championship. That's tough. Yeah, and so the coach called a JUCO, Bacon Junior College. It's in, like, Oklahoma, I believe. So he went there, uh, played for a year, and then um, he transferred to Kansas, and he played his last two years there. And then him and my mom had me and coached me ever since. Yeah. Was he still an engineer? No, no. He's a physical therapist. Man, yeah, that would have been tough. Oh yeah, and so I mean, me and Nephi was having this conversation today. So he was my first physical therapist, like first trainer, helped me like any injury I had. He was he was the one working on me and helping me out. And so when I got to about like uh, like eleven or twelve, and like you know how they had like the big ace bandage wraps, yeah. 
I take them off and like I wouldn't like roll them up, and like sometimes nah, that's the biggest pet peeve of all <laughs> trainers. He he'd yell at me like you got to do it yourself. I'm not doing this for yeah. you. Like we get in arguments and like yeah, <laughs> it'd be bad because I don't want to do it because I like mess up. Yeah. I have to start over again. And he showed me how to do it multiple times because it has, like, the sticky part on the Yeah, end. you got to make sure the sticky part's the right the right side. Yeah, so I'd roll it up, and it wouldn't be on the sticky side. And he'd be like, you got to do this again. And I'm yeah. like, I don't want to do this again. Why don't you just do it? Yeah. And so we'd sit there and argue, and I'm not finna win no arguments with him because yeah. at that point, he was at okay. Gold's Gym every day. Parents lifting. Parents know it all. Yeah, no, they do. <laughs> um, So it'd be like that, and then, yeah, that's when I, like... I love that man to death because yeah. he's helped me with everything. Like, they can just, parents put yeah. up with so much, man. Yeah. I'm not ready. Especially if they act like me. Yeah, I'm not you're, ready. You're, no. A little cam is going to be running around. No. No, it, that's going to happen. Nah. nah. Maybe like five years. Five years. So I give it like two and a half. Two and a half? That two and a half. A, come We're on. We're getting married next year. This year? Close enough. Yeah. He still ain't giving me the invitation to the wedding yet, y'all, so. He already knows he's coming. <laughs> it, we, Allison won't let me hand him out yet. She thinks it's too early. People are going to forget. I'm going to be here. So yeah, gonna... that's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right, we got Joe Radke. Uh, are you guys suspicious? Suspicious, wow. 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 I am suspicious. Yeah, if I can read or not. Yeah. Superstitious. Any good superstitions on the team? Uh, I have. One. I know you are. So, every morning, like, no matter what day it is, game day, whatever, I put, like, everything on left before right. So, underwear has to go. Got to put yeah. my underwear on left left foot in before right foot. Left arm in my shirt before Tripping. right arm. And then, so if you forget, you take everything yeah, off. Yes, so I take everything no. off, and I never forget though, so it's fine. Right. Uh, left sock before right sock, and then left shoe and right shoe, and then I'm straight. Every day. I don't know if that's superstition or just OCD. That's not. O- that, I would nah. say it's OCD. Because that's like, who cares? I do. It's like, I bug out. It's weird. So it might be OCD. Yeah. I don't really have my, OCD only my, in my room though. So the only weird. one I could think of, I just don't step on the line. I don't do that either. That's about it. I don't know. You, you be wearing that dirty sleeve. Well, that's just because it's hard to break those in. Cause just wear a regular Adidas nah. sleeve, dog. Any good superstition on that? T- well, Povich last year always ate Skittles in between innings as it starts. So I guess that was a pretty good one. Uh, Max and his nachos. We learned that here on the show a couple weeks I ago. I think he's lying about yeah, that. Yeah, because I never saw him eat I've nachos. I've never on the road. seen Max touch a nacho, and and y'all lived in the suites. I know those did. nachos are disgusting. Craft craft cheese Bro, on I, some tortilla chips in the microwave. He's got to be lying. I've never seen him nah, eat those. Yeah. I don't believe it. <laughs> um, how ha- same guy Joe Radke. How has nil impacted the baseball team? Does the university help you navigate opportunities, or is it more on your own? So that's um, a good one. I think it's uh, 50-50 with uh, yeah. navigating. Uh, also, with depends the on the sport you play. Yeah, because football, football and basketball and, like, uh, volleyball, they do really well with that stuff. Yeah. Because they're so, they're so popular. Um, if y'all haven't seen it, uh, Griffin Everett and Shea Shannon uh, with Valentino's. Not going to lie, yeah, that commercial that was fire. Sick. That's dope. 
Get that number three from Valentino's. Yeah. Number three. Yeah. Number three. But we have plenty more to, to answer, plenty more questions, plenty more conversations. We appreciate it, guys. Don't go anywhere because we got some good ones. This is Up the Middle with Bryce Matthews, Cam Chick. We'll see you in a little bit. Sure.